Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. This is episode number 1216 with Guru Dev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. Welcome to the School of Greatness. My name is Lewis Howes, a former pro athlete turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And each week we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to unlock your inner greatness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the class begin. Welcome back, my friend. Today's guest is very special. His name is Guru Dev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar, and he is recognized globally as a humanitarian, spiritual leader, and peacemaker. He has touched the lives of more than 450 million people around the world, resolving conflicts through dialogue and self-awareness, teaching positive approaches to living, including techniques, to alleviate stress and anxiety, and by his example of selfless service. His organization, The Art of Living, is best known for their Sky Breath Meditation program that we get into, and he's also released his new book, An Intimate Note to the Sincere Seeker, which I've been diving in and loving reading. It's really inspiring. In this episode, we discuss what he believes happens when we die and how we should think about death the importance of meditating and how to tap into your meditative power, why we're bad at being happy, and a few simple practices to bring more joy into your life, how to find spiritual abundance, and so much more. I was really moved and inspired by this message. I hope you enjoy it. If you do, please share this with a few friends. You can text a few friends, post on social media. Make sure to tag myself and Guru Dev as well. And if this is your first time here, please subscribe to the School of Greatness over on Apple Podcast or Spotify or over on YouTube and let us know what you enjoyed most about this episode. At the end, you can leave us a review or post on social media and let me know what you enjoyed the most. Okay, in just a moment, the one and only Guru Dev Sri Sri Ravi Shankar. I speak from experience when I say the best way to stay consistent with your fitness goals this year is to switch them up. It'll make it easier to stay excited for your workout each day. And of course, it can be hard to always come up with new types of workout routines, which is why I love Peloton and what they do. They are always coming out with new stuff to help switch up your exercises, especially right now to ring in the new year. The Peloton Bike and Bike Plus are releasing new classes, new music, and new ways to keep your workouts fun and motivating. Keep your workouts interesting. Peloton has a workout for every goal, day, and mood. De-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength and 20 minutes of cardio, or do a quick 15-minute total body class before work. Stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance cardio, and more. And I wanna see you achieve your goals for a limited time Try the Peloton app free for two months, then $12.99 per month after. New members only. Visit onepeloton.com app to learn more. 
That's two months free at O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. Offer expires January 31st, 2022. Terms apply. I read in your bio that you graduated college when you were 17, I believe, and you also studied physics, but you're also a very gifted spiritual leader. So I'm curious what you have learned from physics and spirituality about death and what happens when we die. This has been something I've been very curious about. I've heard lots of different answers out there, but I'm curious from your experience and your wisdom, what happens when we die? You know, by physics, we know um, matter and energy, they're interconvertible and they, uh, you cannot destroy them, right? So our spirit is nothing but energy. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, parting way with the, the body, mm-hmm. the spirit. Eh? Yes. It stays on. The energy stays on. I would say it's just like a mini sleep. You know, when you go to every night when you knock the pillow, and then you are off for, you know, so many hours. You don't know where you are. And then you wake up. In the same way, I think, but with little more intensity, with little more awareness. <laughs> little more awareness. That is uh, parting away from the physical body. It's, it appears to be so painful for uh, once you have not had that experience. But uh, people who have had near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. You might have heard from them all. Yeah. But it's a very pleasant thing. So also in meditation, when you go into deep meditation, you can see that uh, there is a difference, mm-hmm. very notable difference. And uh, it's not as uh, painful or ugly as one thinks of. Right. Do you think we should fear it or be more excited about death then? Neither. Just take it as it is. Just take it as it is. I heard, um, I don't know if this is 100% true or not, but I heard that the country of Bhutan is supposed to be one of the happiest places in the world. I'm not sure if that's 100% true or not. And I heard that one of their practices or philosophies is to think about their death multiple times a day. I don't know if it's three times or five times a day. And I don't know if the whole country does this or if this is just a, a practice that some people do. Why would it be valuable to think about our death multiple times throughout the day or the week? You don't have to think multiple times, but time and again reminding ourselves that uh, we are in a transit launch, my dear. <laughs> we are going to exit from some time. And uh, the life here is temporary. You know, it's, it's a few miracles. When this idea comes to our mind, what happens is, now, those unnecessary things that we get embroiled mm-hmm. into, they just drop off. Right. So more purposefulness starts coming uh, into our life. And we think, hey, what is look, wait a minute, what is that I want? You know, is this what really what I want? Uh, these questions rise up within you. Mm-hmm. Because you know life is short. And you want to you want to get maximum out of it. Right. Was there ever a point in your life where you didn't know what you wanted or why you wanted something? Not since I was a child. So <laughs> I always had an idea, you know, what's going to happen. There's a lot of people that seem 
in the world that seems like they're struggling to figure out their mission or purpose or what they want. They're kind of scattered or they're just unsure of what direction to go. It seems like you didn't have that that no, no, much. I didn't have that problem. Yeah. So for people that have that problem, how can they start to figure out at least just the next step towards a direction? Uh, you know, confusion is very good. It's good. They should feel that they should be lucky that they got this confusion. Why is that? Every confusion tells you that you are growing. Uh-huh. You're not happy with what it is, what is. You're not contented, but you're looking for something more. Mm. And confusion is that state in between two, uh, two steps of progress in life. So, if you're confused, know that it's just a momentary phase. Mm-hmm. And uh, something of the past, you are, you are ready to let go. Interesting. And you're looking for something uh, different in the future. So you, it seems like you weren't really confused that much because you knew what you wanted to create, you knew what your direction was, and you've been on that journey for a long time. Yeah. It's another aspect within us that is intuitive power. Intuitive if power. We, if we tap into our intuitive power, then you know, um, not much confusion is there. Mm-hmm. Besides meditation, because I'm assuming that's a big part of it, how would we tap into our intuitive power more powerfully. Live in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Keep your mind more focused in the now and here. Be with the nature. And uh, keep aside for some time that buzzy mind which, uh, which says, I have so many things to do. I want, they want to do this, do that, do that. Say, okay, I'm not going to do anything now. Mm. How about not doing anything for a few moments? You know, getting off of that, that coat that you wear all the time. That gives you an opening into a space that you really seek for. Mm-hmm. And then there you get the intuition. Deep relaxation. Deep rest mm. is very essential in life. Yeah, it is. How do you, I mean, you're a, you're a world leader who's helping, you know, people relieve stress and anxiety, solving problems, massive problems in the world for people, for countries, for governments, for businesses. How do you create the space and time for yourself to rest, to be present, when more and more is demanded of you, potentially, of people needing your service? You know, one thing I know is that whatever demand is put on me, I have that energy and capability to do that. You have the energy and capability to do it, yeah. I believe that. Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't be put on you. Yeah. Right. Otherwise nature won't put that, those situations in front of me. You know, so uh, I'm not bothered. Number no. one. <laughs> <laughs> Second is, uh, I'm not bothered about the outcome either. The outcome. You know, if you're worried about the outcome, that's when uh, your energy gets strained. Mm. Yeah. And when you're confident, your outcome is going to be the best. Yeah. And it happens so. Yeah. What do you worry about then? Nothing. <laughs> if at all you had to worry, I would say, you know, you should worry big. 
you should worry about the planet mm-hmm. about the environment about the violence in the world these are some big worries is worth having yeah and uh, and once we uh, think in these lines then that gives you a um, lot of energy it motivates mm. you mm-hmm. like you like you motivate people mm. to do things you know it it's a self motivating factor yeah um, when you see world in a with a wide angle lens it motivates you more when you focus on bigger challenges in the world as opposed to focusing on yourself what happens when we just focus on our needs our own goals and not also supporting others well you don't realize your full potential if you're just thinking about yourself mm-hmm. your little things that you need to uh, anyway you can achieve it anyway you can do it you're going to uh, have what you what you focus on but it cannot give you that satisfaction mm-hmm. which you get by sharing um, with everyone mm-hmm. with the whole world now there is a formula to get depressed that is just think only about yourself <laughs> what about me what about me you know you're bound to get depressed right and today in our world uh, this is the biggest challenge people who are only thinking about themselves they're more depressed than those who are uh, you know focused on some social activity mm-hmm. some service activity it's really hard to be depressed when you're in service to someone else when you're helping others when you're giving when you're listening to people it's really hard yeah it, it doesn't happen that then it doesn't happen right <laughs> have there ever been a time where you've doubted yourself you know doubt is just uh, low prana prana is energy i would say low prana low prana what is prana prana is a uh, life force when your life force is low then you doubt mm. you doubt yourself you doubt others you doubt everybody the best way is to do some breathing exercise at that mm-hmm. moment and then right there you are out of that uh, doubting mind you know uh, another thing is uh, we must understand that mechanism of doubt itself say that again we we should understand what doubt is all about what is it yeah it's always about something positive have you thought about give it give me an example you know uh, someone uh, doubts the honesty of someone mm-hmm. but you don't doubt the dishonesty of somebody mm, right see you hear from somebody so and so is dishonest you don't go really <laughs> right same way you know someone tells you i love you so much you ask them really we doubt love we never doubt hatred mm. if someone says i'm so i'm mad at you you don't you never go really mm. you know you you wonder about uh, mm, those uh, wonderful qualities that we have mm. and so we doubt them too yeah we doubt the honesty of a person we doubt um, our own happiness if someone asks um ask you are you happy I say well i'm not sure but you're so certain about your depression mm-hmm. no one ever says <laughs> i'm not sure whether i'm depressed mm-hmm. you're you know? confident in your depression you are confident yeah, right. you are so sure about your negativities 
But you're not so sure about the positive. Why is that? That's the nature. <laughs> That's how it is. So when we understand this, then you know, we get a very different perspective of doubts. We, we rise above them. And breathing techniques help yeah. in a big way. It takes your self-doubt away. Mm -hmm. uh, it uh, brings the intuitive ability in you to trust others. And then you trust in a bigger power, the higher self. Mm. Is that what you, I mean, do you ever doubt yourself when you're called upon to, to help, you know, bigger problems in the world and people, very important people in the world come to you and say, please give us the answers and they're expecting you to, to give them the solutions. Do you ever feel insecure or doubt yourself and your abilities? This has not, never happened. Never? It's never ever happened. Because I know someone is asking me something and nature has uh, given those things to me. That's mm. why they're asking. Mm. See, nobody will come and ask you to treat someone if they know uh, you are not a doctor. Mm -hmm. They see you have some ability. That's why they come to you. Right. And so, uh, you give your ideas, you give your uh, mind, you know, you give your thoughts to that and you give you 100%. Right. It seems like there's a lot of people in the world who just doubt their abilities. They doubt their abilities, their skills, their talents, and they feel insecure about if they are capable of creating and accomplishing or achieving their dreams and goals. Why do you think that it's people doubt that? It's all because you are so conscious about your own image. What will happen if I fail? The fear of failure. Mm -hmm creates the doubt in oneself. But when you take life in its totality, you know, like life with all its ups and downs, and you don't, uh, you don't wonder, I mean, you don't worry if, if a failure sets in for a little while. Mm -hmm. I say, never mind. <laughs> you do your best. See, you go on a running race, and uh, if you keep worrying, Will I lose the race? You will never be able to run. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So you do your best. You give you 100%. Doesn't yeah. happen. Doesn't yeah. Happen. What's been the biggest challenge you've had to overcome so far in your life, your adult life? Prejudice. 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 People have lots of different type of prejudice. Of uh, race, religion, culture, language, gender, and this is the this is what uh, you know. I feel um, is a hindrance to our society mm -hmm. world over. Every country, yeah. there are prejudices. All all type of prejudices. People who think they know and they don't know that there are paradigm shifts and mm -hmm. things to keep happening differently. This was um, what we had to face in the beginning. You know. When I used to talk about meditation and yoga, breathing, 40 years back, people thought it's... You're oh, crazy or something. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not for normal people. It's a little weird. It's not for the normal, you know, common... The mainstream masses. The mainstream. Yeah. And now yoga and meditation is everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> you can't go down the street in L.A. without seeing a yoga studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This type of prejudice... Uh, 
when we see this sort of prejudice uh, about gender, what we see in Afghanistan or some other Gulf countries against women and in Africa, I mean, it pains, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's painful. See, um, they should all be treated equally. Right. Justice should prevail. How have you dealt with prejudice over your life then? With patience and perseverance. Yeah. And uh, not let that um, preoccupy you. You know, you you see prejudice, but don't pay too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. You just keep going ahead. Mm-hmm. And you know, it gets sorted out by itself. One of my favorite parts about my job is that I get the opportunity to travel a lot. And in fact, I'm recording this right now while I'm in Mexico. And actually, I was thinking about something that I wanted to share because I get a lot of questions from so many people about different side hustle ideas. So here's one for those of you out there that are on the go a lot like I am or traveling a lot. When you're staying in your Airbnb on your trips, have you ever thought about how you could be making extra money by hosting through Airbnb while your home is vacant? If you're interested in an extra stream of income, Airbnb hosting is an easy place to start and it's like giving your home some company while you're away your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host so listen we all know life is full of yada yada like those quote unquote free trials that somehow still charge your card for something or when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in the fine print and i know you've dealt with yada yada before like those bills that keep going up and up for no reason at all or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have somewhere else and yes it is possible to outsmart yada yada like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included but you don't take yada yada in life so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide When you get a new car or a new home, your first reaction might be to say things like, oh yeah, or I can't believe it, or booyah. But what you really want to say is the one thing that can get you the help you need. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm is there with the coverage you need for your car, your home, and even boats, motorcycles, RVs, and other things that matter to you. With a State Farm agent, you know someone is there to help you choose the coverage you need. With so many coverage options, it feels good knowing you can find what fits for you. And when you need ways to get help, State Farm gives you options there too. In person or on the phone with your local agent or on statefarm.com where their award-winning app State Farm lets you do things your way. So when you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember to say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's beautiful. Do you feel like it's harder now? Do you face more prejudice now or 40 years ago when you were getting started in this? I think in the beginning it was more than, yeah. Why do you think it's less now? I think um, people are more exposed to a wide range of um, information Mm -hmm. and uh, the internet and um, media has played a good role and people like you have Mm -hmm. all done uh, greatness schools and brought more awareness to people about, you know, the real values of life. Mm It has made an impact. And young people, young people today are much more aware. Right, right. 
young people seem to want, um, at least in this country, they seem to want to manifest abundance in their life. It seems like they want more financial abundance, more uh, abundant health, you know, abundance in their relationships. Why do you think humans are wired for more, wired for abundance? Why is it so important? There's nothing wrong about it. You go for abundance, but don't postpone being happy for mm. a future date. Yes. You have to be happy now, here, today. And nothing wrong for you to think about, uh, you know, what you need to do in five years later or ten years later. I know. You can, you can have, a, you can go for abundance. You can go for more and more, uh, whatever you feel like. But don't forget um, there is something much bigger inside of you. What is that? That you should not forget. The joy, the happiness that you get in sharing. Now there are two types of joy. One is uh, that you get while you get things. This mm -hmm. is an infant joy. As kids we all Right. <laughs> have you New Year, birthday presents, New Year gift, Christmas gifts, and you know, mm. uh, you are uh, eager to get something. And when you get, you become so happy. Mm -hmm. But there is another happiness that's of the grandmother's happiness, grandfather's happiness, mm. the Santa Claus happiness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the gift. When you give, you find yourself in a better space. When you share with others, you feel even more happier. That's a mature happiness. And that type of happiness we must aim for in our life. Mm. You know, it's okay. The, the joy of having, getting more, earning more, nothing wrong about it. Don't feel guilt about, guilty about it. You can go on, but make sure you share and get the greatest joy by sharing. What happens if we don't share? You remain, um, you, you remain very restricted in your um, personal and social life, mm -hmm. in your spiritual life. You remain very restricted. I would say, how do you like a friend of yours who is very selfish? Mm. You don't like them as much. You don't like them? Yeah. Right? So, don't you want you to be... Um, seen as a, someone who, who cares and shares with everybody. Mm -hmm. Is the greater joy in receiving a gift or in giving a gift? The giving joy, you know, the, the joy in giving is much more, much bigger and much stronger than the joy in getting. Mm -hmm. So if someone said, okay, I understand that, that giving has a greater joy behind it. But I really want to, you know, attract more wealth or attract more opportunities in my career. I want to I want to manifest abundance more. What would be the foundation for manifesting? Would it be in service and giving and gratitude? And See, though they appear to be completely contrary, contradictory, they are not. You can't give unless you have. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> How can you give unless you have? Right. You can't do charity from an empty bowl. Right. So you take, but uh, you earn, you focus on getting, you know, abundance in your life. 
Now, abundance is a necessary. It's also abundance is not just what you materially have. It's also an attitude in the mind. Mm-hmm. You may have lot, and still you may feel that um, you lack. The right. sense of lack inside you will eat you up. It eat, it will eat the joy. It will uh, uh, constrain you in many ways. Your communication will break down. With your communication with others will break right. down. And uh, it 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 uh, says a lot about your uh, behavioral pattern as well. You know, it impacts your behavior. Right. But when you have this idea, I want to share and uh, be part of everybody, and everyone is part of you. You know, a sense of belongingness with everyone else. Mm-hmm. That is when really, you know, life is fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You hear lots of stories um, of people who make all the money in the world, but then commit suicide or aren't happy or get divorced. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stressed inside, right? Absolutely. So how does someone learn to develop spiritual abundance then? The abundance inside you're talking about. Whether they have all the material things in the world or they have nothing, how do we start to develop this spiritual abundance? You need to have balance. Uh, you can't spend half of our, your health to get wealth and then half of your wealth to get back your health. <laughs> so basically, uh, we need to find that balance between um, work-life balance, like mm-hmm. you know, the, and then social life and personal life. Mm-hmm. You have to balance that. Take some time for oneself to go within. You know, meditation will help you a great deal to bring the balance in life. And it it also will kindle um, a lot of creativity from within you. Meditation is not just sitting and thinking mm-hmm. of something. Mm-hmm. It's tapping the source of enthusiasm that you are. Mm. See, you may have all wealth and all abundance, but if there is no sense of wow in your life, uh, it's all a waste. Right. Correct? Yes. So, and to be in a perpetual state of wow is what I would call as a spiritual elevation mm. or spiritual attainment. Right. A, a consistent state of wow or wow. or awe. Oh, yeah, yes. And then um, love for everyone. Yeah, sense of belongingness with everybody. How does someone love the people that do a lot of harm in the world, or that are causing a lot of pain, or that are hurting them personally? How does someone learn to love without being taken advantage of or, you know, abused or these things? Yeah. Um, see, when you see someone is doing wrong, you can't love them straight away. Mm. It's impossible. Mm. And you'll try, you'll do all that you can, then it will be a failure. Yeah. First and foremost is we have to see every culprit as a victim inside them crying for help. Mm. If someone is doing wrong, why are they doing wrong? They're hurting inside. They are hurting inside. So when you see them from a wide angle lens, you see that they need help. Mm. 
See, every child who has come into this planet has come as a good baby. Lovely, happy, loving child. But in growing up or with long, wrong information, lack of proper education or an environment has made them what they are today. So they need no condemnation but compassion. Mm. So if you can reach out to them, reach out and uh, understand them. And you know, when we start shaking hands with these people and make them understand where they are, what they are, they transform. Mm -hmm. You know, we have been doing this work in the prisons around the world. About 800,000 prisoners. Prisoners? Prisoners, wow. yeah. The hardcore criminals, many of them. Total transformation. Mm -hmm. And you see, they're not bad guys, as we think they're. Right, just made bad decisions, yeah. Yeah. And circumstances and situation mm -hmm. put course. them where they are. Absolutely. And they're nice people, good people. Yeah. Good people. So then, you know, first, when you see them from this angle, and you first you forgive them. After mm -hmm. you forgive them, you understand them. Then you have compassion. Then that compassion turns into unconditional love. Mm. So it's a step to go there. You see, it's, it's a couple of steps to reach to the level where uh, you can love everybody. Mm -hmm. You mentioned the soul's enthusiasm. I'm curious, in your, in your thoughts, when does the soul enter the body? The body. When yeah. does it enter the body? This is something I'm very fascinated about. When the body is being formed in the belly, when does the soul enter? And where is the soul? How big is the soul? Where is it? We'll start with that question first. <laughs> No, if I ask the question, where are you in your body, what you would say? Um, everywhere in my body. Everywhere and yet nowhere. Right. That's exactly the soul. Mm. You know? Soul is that energy, that vibe. Energy vibes, as you said? Energy vibes. It's the vibrations. Mm. Inside vibrations, of. yeah. So it's not a substance, it's the light. Mm -hmm. So... At the time of conception, uh, uh, you know, this energy comes in, uh, sometimes at the third month or uh, ninth month or when the child is, uh, is, is being born. At that time also, these vibes can change mm -hmm. three, four times in, uh, in the total period of those nine months. Wait a minute, the soul can change? Yeah, the vibes of the souls can the vibes, change. Yeah. Or the souls can change? Yeah, yeah. Different souls can be, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yes. So where does this soul come from? Like just light enters and yes. the soul is yes, formed? Yes, it's, it's it... there. Uh, see, in this space, now i give you one example. In this mm -hmm. space, there is CNN, there is Fox News, there wow. is BBC, there is Durdash, um, all these different waves are here. Mm -hmm. Correct? Yes. And whatever you tune into, that will start manifesting in your boombox. Right. In your tube. Or your TV. Yeah, in yeah. your TV. 
Same, our bodies are just like the boom box. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. It just manifests a certain frequencies. Mm-hmm. So, um, usually it, it's at the time of conception, it stays on. Sometimes it can also happen that after some time, that gives space to another soul, then it carries on. Really? It's fascinating. So, when we when our bodies die, does our soul go into another body? Does it stay in space for a while? Space does it, for a while. And then it re-enters into another... Then, then enters into another, another physical form. Physical form. Is it always another human form? Is it... Mostly. Is it... It can be animal form too or... Very rare. Very rare. It is possible. Interesting. It's possible. Uh, it depends on your last thought with which you leave the body. Really? Yes. Your last thought. Uh, yeah. If your last thought is about your poultry farm, you can find yourself in the poultry farm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How many body forms do you think one soul enters uh, or, or goes into over time? I don't know. There is no criteria like right. that. No. Right. But you do believe that we enter different different physical forms yeah. over time. Yeah. Over time. It could be a few, it could be many, but we don't know. Yes. Uh, according to the Vedic uh, thought, is it uh, 24, uh, no, 840,000. 840,000. Uh, forms and bodies. Wow. That w- the soul enters? Souls can. That's amazing. Form. Is that from the Bhagavad Gita or is that from? It's from the Puranas. Okay. So, and did I read that you. Chaurasi lakh. 84 lakh. Lakh is 100,000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And did I read. I don't know if this is true, but did you did you memorize the Bhagavad Gita or you're, you can recall a lot of it pretty much? You've read yeah, it many yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Um, so multiple lot, multiple physical forms that the soul enters. So do we have the same soul in the next life then? Or is the soul evolved into something else? See, um, soul is the energy which has some impressions with it. Mm-hmm. You leave this body with its strongest memories and impressions. Mm-hmm. And that, that's with you like a balloon. And then when you get the body, then those qualities manifest. I know. This, this is a common thing. There are many child prodigies. You'll right, see right. small, young child, children playing violin when they're three, four right, year old. Right. It's nothing uncommon. Right. You find it so very often, so many places. This is all fascinating to me, so I'm very curious. <laughs> if it sounds, these questions are, you know, weird, I'm just curious. So, does the soul, in your opinion, stay on planet Earth, or does the soul go into different places in the universe? Does it have that potential? See, the soul is like um, energy waves, vibes. So, they, they cannot be restricted to locations. They go anywhere. It's incredible. It's fascinating. I tell you, when we get into meditation mm-hmm. and get into this new dimension that we have not been aware of in our own life, 
a whole new world opens in front of us. Yeah. You know, um, it not only makes us happy, uh, but also brings up that uh, curiosity within you and um, so much more new information that can keep you fascinated for the rest of your life. Can you recall a meditation experience for you that, that actually blew your mind, that made you think, wow, like I've been meditating for decades now, but this one thing, I just saw things in a different way or I went to a different place. Well, no, no, every meditation is a wow, a wow thing to do. Because it is going from um, a happening space to a space which originates all happenings. Mm-hmm. What is that space? That's something which cannot be described. Mm-hmm. You cannot describe it in words. That's why it is wow. And awe is something which uh, words cannot explain. You can feel it though. You can feel it. You can be it. You can be it, but you can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you feel that then for yourself? All, all the time, every yeah. day, every day. Yeah. What is something that's surprised you about the human condition in the last few years that maybe you weren't even aware of, something new you discovered? Because I feel like you've learned so much at a very young age. Is there anything new that surprised you about human behavior? Why humans are acting the way they act? You know. See, I learned to see the human behavior, human life, like a movie. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, the human interactions and uh, uh, the way things go on, the way people. Behave, it's, um, it's an entertainment place. It's a Disneyland. I think we are in a perpetual Disneyland. Yeah. We are live. So when you see this from that witness, when, when you don't get yourself immersed in it, in the happenings, then you can enjoy it. Uh-huh. It's, it's again very difficult to say where we are heading to. Yeah. So, why people are doing what, whatever they are doing? You know, if you question this, one thing comes very clear. Everybody is looking for some happiness. Why are they looking for it? Why don't they just be it? Just be it, because they don't know. They don't know how to be happy. How, how to be happy. How to get to the space. What's the but f- as children, we have been. Right. It's easy to get there. We were there. As kids, we all had that experience. And uh, if you are wise, you understand life in mm-hmm. uh, with a broader perspective. You are there. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to sixty percent on new arrivals from Vince, Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean 
every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen. Remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. <laughs> well... Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. What's the fastest way to be happy if you're feeling stressed or anxious? Number one, uh, you need some practical tools when -hmm. you feel stressed and anxious. Any amount of talking doesn't help. I would recommend people to Attend to their breath. Mm-hmm. Take long, deep breaths. Do some breathing exercises. Get back in the body. Get back in the body. Yeah. Learn about breathing exercises. Do some breathing techniques. Number one. Second, see life from a bigger perspective. Like we began today uh, remembering the death. Mm-hmm. Remember, yes, I'm going to kick the bucket. You know, right. I'm going to go off of the screen. What next? You know, mm-hmm. think about it. Think about um, the end of your life. You know, of, of this, um, the curtain is going to come down on right. this show. So that awareness, number two. Third, I would say, wake up and see there are people who are much more. Um, needy than you are. There are mm-hmm. those who are in um, in a bad shape. You know, mm-hmm. think what you can do for them. Instead of sitting and worrying about your own issues. And fourth is uh, note that from, with your own experience in the from the past. This is not the first time you are anxious in your life. <laughs> you have been anxious before. You have already, you have always had some help. Remember, there is some force, some power, you call God or mm. higher self or something is there that is compassionate and that has helped you before. And that's going to help you now also. Yeah. These few Uh, things, you know, just remembering them, keeping in mind can help you immensely. And where does depression come from? We talked about it a little bit, but anxiety and stress is one thing, but depression, why do people get depressed and stay in a depressed state? Is it only because they're thinking of themselves or they're... Again, I would say low uh, energy. Low energy, yeah. Low prana. Low prana. And suicidal tendency is also the same thing. You know, when the prana goes so down, then you don't want to keep this body. No. It's like having a very tight jacket. If your jacket is too tight, you just want to take it off. Take yeah. it off. <laughs> but it's not going to help. You know, it's very cold and you're taking the jacket off. It's not going to help you. Right. Here again, when you increase your prana level, your mm. energy level. Breathing, yeah. Breathing, meditation, all these practices. Service, yeah. You are just um, out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, here in America, we have uh, done these programs, welcome home troops for about 5,000 uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. 
Now, they were all very depressed and PTSD syndromes and, you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Once they did the sky exercises, the techniques, in three days, two days, three days, they were back, back to normal. They were back in themselves. Their prana was higher. The prana was higher and their families were so happy, you know. You can't, you can't be happy if one of your family member is in depression. Mm. And the two head of the family is in depression. They are staying in the basement all day. You know, it, it impacts the entire family. So when they started doing these techniques and practice a little bit of meditation, short time, three, four days, five days, they are back to normal. Mm-hmm. And this has happened here. Same with uh, youngsters also in colleges, you know. We're teaching this uh, Sky program in 101 universities all wow. across U.S. So it's for credit in many universities mm-hmm. here. Stanford, Harvard, everywhere. Uh, this helps as a student also to, to rise their energy level, enthusiasm mm-hmm. level. Right. And give a bigger prospect uh, to life itself. Mm-hmm. perspective to a bigger and uh, I would say uh, greater purposefulness yes. in life. What happens if human beings don't find a meaningful mission or a high quality of purpose? What happens to the, the human mind, the body, the spirit? No, one thing is uh, they live a routine life like boredom or not mm-hmm. even feel the boredom, where the intellect uh, goes to sleep, then you don't need to look for a purpose in life. You know, you just exist. You don't start living then. But it's when your intellect awakens, or uh, it's more mature, you start thinking what's the purpose of life? Where do I want to go? After all this, what do I get? You know. These questions start uh, coming up within you. That's a sign of a mature intellect. And once um, we have the spirit of inquiry about life itself, then our spiritual journey begins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about people that say, you know what? I just, I want to have a simple life. Yeah. I want to not try too hard, not do too much, like I'm happy just, you know, living by a, a pond and fishing all day and I have a couple friends but I'm not really contributing more be outside, beyond that. I don't need more, I'm happy with little things, I don't need to manifest more money or serve on a big level but I'm happy kind of where I'm at. What, what do you say to people like that? Should they be striving to reach a higher potential? Is that a, a great life in itself? Or what should they be thinking about? No, that's fine. Tell them you're satisfied, you're fulfilled, good. Yeah. Good. Unless your house is on fire, where you need help from others. Right. Then you, can, uh, you, you run here and there, and you want to gather some help, and uh, you see. Till then, you are very comfortable in your uh, comfortable space. That's okay. You can be. But um, remember uh, to stretch your hand to those who are in need. Mm-hmm. If you can have 
that tendency in you that's good yeah you don't have to be over ambitious you don't have to change the world or nothing not no need you are happy then you radiate happiness right. that's good if you are not stressed if you are not irritable you know and you don't get irritated too much then you are really spiritual yeah that's nice <laughs> you're already you know um, very mature right what happens when we radiate love energy or we radiate stress energy if we're being that state in that state of being how is that energy radiating how far does it radiate and ripple into others oh yeah um, it depends on your uh, centeredness your dispassion mm. that strong it radiates Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, each one of us are um, just a fountain of love, fountain of joy. But somewhere it gets clogged. Yeah. <laughs> so you unclog it, then it's already available. human potential uh, is huge humongous i would say uh, each individual can uh, radiate so much of positivity yeah in the world and that itself is a very big thing it can nullify a lot of negativity around just having a positive energy absolutely yeah absolutely what's more powerful a positive energy or a negative state Is it is it easy to lift someone out of a negative state or is it easier to pull someone down into a negative state if you're there? See, the easy or difficult is very comparative. Yeah. It's very relative. <laughs> right. It depends on who is doing it. Sure. And their energy, yeah. Yeah, their energy. For someone it's very easy to get the negativity off like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Now for someone else it's very difficult to suck them into negativity. Right. So it's a very um it's very relative i would say mm-hmm. but one thing um, people with negativity are more active than those with positivity the more active <laughs> meaning what in the world you see the the negative energies becomes a little more active they speak more they talk about more, it they more, the more drama, active yeah yes they gossip more they're causing drama <laughs> they're bringing it on other people right yeah yeah, yeah. why is that that's how it is yeah see uh, with the colombian peace process people who are for the peace were more but they all didn't go to vote people who were against the peace accord were very less in number but they were all very proactive right they all voted and then you know the referendum well same with brexit mm-hmm. you see in 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 london right. you'll you'll find that uh, the negative tendency is more active more dynamic than the positive it may be necessary for some time when you want to um, break a system you need more of those negative forces right but you cannot hold on to it forever you can't do anything constructive about mm-hmm. it so for construction you need a positive conscious aware uh, energy 
And what happens when we're creating in life, um, building a business, going after a goal in, in athletics and sports or music, what happens when we create from a place of hurt, pain and anger and resentment as opposed to creating from a place of love, light, joy and peace? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. From whichever, even from pain, you are creating something. As long as you are creating, it's fine. If that pain is self-destructive and is distracting others, that mm. is where you have to worry. Mm. But if the pain becomes a cause of some creativity, you should know that same energy is being channelized in a very useful and proper manner. After all, it's just energy. Mm. It's the same energy, uh, whether positive or negative, within us. Just its direction makes it whether it's positive or negative. Mm -hmm. So it can be utilized that way. It's, there's nothing wrong. So you can create from any emotion. Any emotion. Yeah. All emotions. But what I'm hearing you say is if you're creating from a, a painful, wounded, hurt place or anxious place. Many, many good songs have come out of it. Mm -hmm. Many melodramas have come of out of those. And so... And we cannot expect the world not to have them at all. Mm -hmm. See, pain and pleasure are two sides of the of existence. Yeah. They they all exist. They the contrast make the, the contrast brings the knowledge of them actually. Right. You you start appreciating the other one. Mm -hmm. Do you experience a lot of pain in your life? Not in this lifetime. Not in this lifetime. <laughs> that must be nice. But, but I do. Feel the pain of anybody out there. Really? Yeah. So you feel the energy. I feel it. But you don't hold on to the no, energy. No, no. It comes in, you let it go. Yes. How does someone learn to not let the energy of someone else be like cling on to their heart, their soul, their body, their mind, if they're empathetic, compassionate Meditation. human beings? Meditation. Meditation. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of empathetic people that will listen to someone's, you know, challenges yeah, and yeah. pain, and then it's just, they're almost depressed because of I it. I know, I know, I know. I know I have experienced this with the volunteers who are working for Red Cross. Uh -huh. You know, they go out and they do so much with all their heart, their soul, and uh, they get, they face such a burnout. Because they'll take on so much pain so and suffering. Much and they, the burnout is so big in them. So when they start doing meditation, taking some time for themselves, be with nature, listen to music, relax, mm -hmm. and you know, erase all that impressions they got in their mind, they find themselves back into action, back into energy. Yeah. I think it's very important for us to save our mind, save our uh, you know, consciousness from these impressions. Because, it's it's yeah. similar, like, you know, a doctor is going to, to treat patients in the hospital and he has to take care of himself and yeah. not carry those with him, you know, and bring it to home, bringing home. Mm -hmm. So, so is, it a, is it a compartmentalize or is it let it come and let it leave, like more of a flowing situation? No, you become so robust that it doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't touch you. So you can hear it, you can listen, you can watch it, but it doesn't affect it doesn't you. doesn't stay inside. It doesn't stay. See? See, no images stay in your mirror, right, when you're driving. Right. 
they all reflect. Mm -hmm. But if they stay, it's no longer a mirror. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so our mind is like a mirror, right? It can reflect anything 100%. But if you keep it wiped um, and keep it clean, then it doesn't hold on to anything. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the mind, why do you think so many people hold on to negative thoughts? Why do they say negative thoughts about themselves, think negative thoughts, and repeat it internally? See, neither at home nor in school have we ever been taught how to handle negative emotions. That's why we're here at the School of Greatness. <laughs> Never we were taught, right? Yeah. Nobody taught us how our breath is linked to our emotions. And our emotions uh, uh, and uh, the sensation in different parts of the body are all linked. Nobody mm -hmm. taught this, this wisdom. So when we learn something about ourselves, you know, about our body, our breath, mind, our intellect, our emotions, our memory, what do you, you know, if you are given 10 compliments and one insult, what do you, what do you hold on to? Most people hold on to the, the, oh, uh, the, the insult. Yeah, yeah. And 10 years of friendship and two months of uh, conflict uh, equalizes them. Mm. You know, and just erases the rest of it. So these tendencies of the mind, we have not understood. And that is what I call this whole program as art of living, mm -hmm. art of happiness. is uh, Learning about the seven layers of your own existence. Body, a little bit about our body, breath, mind, intellect, memory, ego. What is your ego? What is your, um, you know, self-pride or um, how it interferes with you, with your behaviors, how it is necessary. If you have low self-esteem, how to get out of that. Mm -hmm. If you have hesitations inside of you, how to break that and why you draw boundaries around you and say, this is what I am, rather than seeing a little bit beyond um, your own identity, what mm -hmm. you think as your identity. These are some very basic things, you know, that uh, can trigger you and uplift you to um, a happier state of mind. Yeah. And so these are the workshops we teach, uh, mm -hmm. we have been teaching for the last 40 years now. Wow. You said yeah. the seven things, the body, the breath, the mind, intellect, memory, ego. And the self. And the self. There is something deep inside you that doesn't change. Your body has changed, your mm. thought has changed, your emotions keep changing all the time. But there is a reference point by which you knew that everything is changing. That's something that is not changing. What is that thing? That is what we don't pay attention to. That is what is you. You know, and that is the space, that is the most beautiful aspect of your uh, being, your soul. You know, uh, and to get connected with this, mm. being aware of it, makes a whole lot of difference yeah. in one's life. And meditation is getting to that self. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's the solution. So, oh, we go around and come <laughs> back, to back, to point, back, back to the point. <laughs> so, thoughts and emotions. Um, if someone is thinking in a pattern of thinking negative thoughts, 
I'm not good enough. I'm not lovable. I made a mistake over and over again. Uh, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. Whatever the negative thought is, what would you say is one of the fastest ways to get out of negative thought and into at least neutral thought or more positive vibration? Is it, again, back to the meditation practice? Is it the awareness? Is it these three things you said, the four things you said before about happiness, breathing, seeing life from a bigger perspective? All that is plus. I would tell them, okay, whatever happened, happened in the past. Mm -hmm. Why don't you wake up now and start a fresh new life today? You know, can you close a chapter and begin a new one? Just think about it. And don't think you cannot do it. You can. Yeah. I would say um, that's good friendship. A friend is one who uplifts the other from the state of um, low self-esteem, low feeling. You see? Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? <clears throat> Hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. I have a criteria for a good friend and a bad friend. Mm. <laughs> a good friend is one with whom you sit and share your problems. And when you walk away from them, you would feel very light and see, oh, you, you thought the problem was so big and uh, it's not so big anymore. Right. And a bad friend is one, you come to him with a problem. You feel worse. And then when you walk <laughs> away, you said, oh, I, I thought it's, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize it is much bigger than what I thought mm -hmm. it was. So that guy, that friend, she, he or she, is not a good friend because he mm -hmm. made you feel your problem much bigger than mm -hmm. what you initially thought it was. You see? And another uh, aspect is we have to see that um, in the world of changing events and changing things, people's mind change. Mm. Don't sit and worry what others are thinking about you all the time. Yeah. You know, nobody has any time to think about you. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They're worried about themselves. They're worried about themselves. They're in their own little world. Yeah. So often people worry what others are thinking about them. They're, they're concerned about others' opinions. Why does that hurt us so much when we think about other people thinking about us? This itself is hurting. What's that? This, this very idea itself is hurting. No? Right, yeah. What others may be thinking about me. Yeah. This uh, doubting and mm -hmm. uh, guessing. It, it shows, uh, it erodes our self-esteem. Mm. Somewhere. When we worry about what other people are thinking about us, 
Yeah. It erodes away. So how do we get out of that fear of judgment? We should see that, see, uh, put yourself in the same shoe. You have been thinking about others. Were you right all the time? You are judgment about others. Mm. You have found 90% of the time they were all wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, and you change your thinking, you change your ideas, you change your, um, you know, your concept about others. And so, give them also their time, they will mm. also change. Mm -hmm. Why do you have to be football of their opinions? Right? right. Don't make li your life a soccer ball of <laughs> <laughs> others. Right. Yeah. So, um, so be we, centered. Yeah. Be centered. So when we worry about what others think about us, it's eroding us inside. It's, a, it's eroding our soul, our spirit, our self-esteem. Is that what I'm hearing you say? Uh, uh, that doesn't mean that we should be arrogant and uh, mm -hmm. not... Doesn't matter what anyone thinks oh, about me. Not yeah. that arrogant. What, ha what happens fine. when we do that? <laughs> That's two extremes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you, are, you become too insensitive and, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, you, you, become, uh, you appear very arrogant. You may not think you are arrogant, but you will appear very you arrogant. Yeah. And you'll be un very unfriendly. I like this concept of knowing who's a good friend in your life based on if you bring them a challenge and a problem and if they make you feel better or worse. How do we develop that inner friend, the friend in our mind that communicates with us when we're having a you know, negative thought? You're making me come back to the same point, meditation. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So it's a meditation is the way. See, when you're thirsty, water is the only way to quench the thirst. Mm. In the same way, to make all those inner faculties, talents, creativity in you blossom. The way is meditation. Yeah. When you're hungry, you gotta eat. When you're thirsty, you gotta drink. Right. When you're stressed, you gotta meditate. You have to meditate. <laughs> and when you want to be creative, you have to meditate. When you want mm. to be happy, you have to meditate. Mm. So and when you want to find the real purpose of you being here. You gotta meditate. You gotta listen at some point to what's calling you, right? What's pulling you into whatever direction that is. Yeah. And if you're too distracted or it's too loud, it's hard to hear that voice, your own voice, right? You're busy talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you don't listen. <laughs> right. So you have meditation is, hey, come on, I'm ready to listen now. What's, what's it? What's mm. in store for me? Mm -hmm. That's meditation. Yeah. Um, giving the space, the shift from chattering mind to a serene, silent self. That's meditation. Speaking of the mind, we talked about the soul. What is the mind compared to the soul? And where is the mind? Mind is the wave, soul is the ocean. Mind is the wave, soul is the ocean. Okay, interesting. Where is, where is the mind? Is the mind also consciousness or is the mind separate from consciousness? You see, mind is a function of consciousness. Okay. There is nothing separate from consciousness, including our body. So consciousness, the soul is in consciousness. Yeah. And the mind is in consciousness. Everything is in consciousness. It's like the space. Consciousness is like the space. Okay. What is not in space, tell me. Everything is, Everything in, space. is in space. Right. That's it. So what is the difference between 
our consciousness and our mind. Our mind uh, is a function of consciousness, which is chattering, which is expressing its emotions. Mm -hmm. You see? Um, and then it, it is called intellect when it starts grabbing, grasping, and judging, ah. deciding. This is intellect. Mind is perception. You know, it's through the eyes the mind sees, through the nose it smells, and through all the five senses it's the mind which is experiencing. See, so your mind is yeah. elsewhere, and you are tasting a pudding, maybe apple pie, you don't taste it. Mm -hmm. You don't find the taste. <laughs> right. And your mind is elsewhere and uh, uh, music is being played, you don't hear it. Mm -hmm. So it's a mind which hears, sees, smells, touches, feels. The mind experiences the senses. All the senses, yes. The intellect. Judges, uh, agrees, disagrees, grasps, that's intellect. And memory is that which stores them, you know, mm. which stores uh, are certain things it doesn't uh, forget. Those are memories. Then how do we, say we go through a traumatic event in our lives that, you know. We a deep impression which has uh, not left the mind, that's memory. A deep impression that has not left the mind, left the that's memory. That's memory. So imagine we have a deep impression in an... You can get over it because... Uh, yeah. yeah, you can get over it by increasing the prana level. Uh. With breathing, meditation, these things, see, you know, it's like uh, using an eraser. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah. Seeing a blackboard, and this, you keep on writing and somewhere you need to use the erasers. Right, right to create space, yeah. So that you can write more, new. Right, right. So how do we, how do we heal the body and the mind from the memory or the impression of the past events that are holding us back from greater problems. This is where this Sudarshan Kriya, what we teach, the sky technique yes. of breathing, rhythmic breathing, immensely helps. Immensely. I was talking about the, um, the Welcome Home True project where we are teaching the, um, you know, mm -hmm. the war veterans. The veterans, the, this technique really, really helps. Because they go through a lot of traumatic experiences for themselves. Absolutely. Right. You know, that, that's what causes PTSD. Mm -hmm. yeah, they cannot forget it. Right. So, but these, these techniques, that's magic. Help you heal, help you. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This is called the sky breath meditation yes, technique. Yes, sky breath meditation. And it's at Art of Living's, it's your signature program, right? Correct, correct, correct. Um, so what do people get from this program? Is it how long is the program and what do they, what do they experience? It's a 12 to 14 hour program according okay. to the groups. You know, sometimes people want to ask more questions and experience. It's a three days, four days tailor-made where people can learn and then it's a do-it-yourself thing. Yeah. They can practice at their home every yeah. day, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Right. How long have you been doing this type of breathing Meditation technique. 40 years. 40 years. <laughs> what were you doing before this if you weren't practicing the breathing meditation? 
<clears throat> and were you experiencing pain or lower prana energy when you weren't, when you were growing up or? No, uh, it was in 1981, you know, uh, before that I was teaching meditation, yeah. yoga and all that and giving talks on philosophy, you know, knowledge. And, uh, but in 81, I took a 10 day of silence. I felt that there is something more to come. There is mm. something, something drastic, something very important has to come out, you know. So then I took a few days of silence. And the end of the silence, I started teaching this. Really? Yeah, it, it's just like a poem that comes out of, you know, it's an inspiration. Then I started then teaching in 1981. Since then, this is <laughs> my word of mouth and people. Then I trained a lot of teachers around the world. Yeah, that's cool. So they went around. That's cool. Teaching. Love and relationships it seems to be a great joy for a lot of people, but also causing a lot of stress and anxiety for people, depending on where they're at in their lives, the partner they chose, you know, all that stuff. You talk a lot about love and relationships. Why is it so, how do we find the right partner that is a great match, that adds the right values to what we're all about? And how important is choosing the right partner or a partner that is aligned to your values and vision towards your life? See, if the partners come with the, they have a common goal in life. It's like two parallel lines going to the, mm -hmm. going to the goal. They'll always be there. Yeah. But if they're focused on each other all the time, there is a point they come and they cross. What happens when you cross? That's it, you go away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you keep going away. So, to, to make this point more clear, I would say, first of all, have a common goal, mm -hmm. a purpose, together. Within the relationship, together. together. Not just, I have this goal, you yeah, have a goal, yeah. but our common our goal. Our common goal. Shared values. Number two is give a room for others Give a room for others' mistakes. Mm, they don't have to be perfect. They don't need to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And that acceptance of others with their flaws. What happens when we don't accept the person who we, we chose to be with? Certain things about them we don't accept. What happens to the relationship? Well, you can't expect everybody to be like you all the time. <laughs> you have to give them some room, you know, to yeah. change. Even if you want them to change, you have to give them time and space for changing. Mm -hmm. You can't expect them to change right now. Right now, it's not possible. Third thing is understanding. Mm -hmm. Deeper understanding. See, when you do a mistake, you say, well, it happened. Mm -hmm. But when others think, when others do the same as you think they have purposely done it. Mm. They could have avoided it. But when you have done a same mistake, you say, well, I didn't mean it, it happened. We excuse ourselves, but we hold others yeah. against their flaws. So high, yeah, we hold them high. We hold them against their problem, their mm. mistakes. And hold, <coughs> excuse me. <No>, <clears throat> 
and hold on to them for their um, and hold them for their mistakes for their life. Right, they hold on to it for the whole life. Yeah. Whole life. That's not fair. Right. Uh, third thing is, uh, I would say, you are there to help others grow. Your partner grow. And when each one of you have that attitude, I think that will be more robust. Yes. What do you think most people misunderstand about love and relationships? When you start demanding, <laughs> you are destroying love. <laughs> Demanding what? What do you mean by Demand that? love. Yeah. Ah. Demand attention. Demand mm. respect. That's when you destroy it. <clears throat> you know, love and respect have completely opposite uh, um, in nature. In respect, it demands some space. In love, cannot uh, you, love cannot stand the distance. Mm. In love, you want to know everything about the other. So. But in any relationship, both needs to be there, love and respect. Mm -hmm. So you... You need to balance yourself. How does someone... If you are balanced, these things get balanced. They come them. to you, yeah, yeah. They come to you. If you're a balanced human being, yeah. it's easy to love you. If you balance your emotions. Yeah. It's easy to respect you, it's easy to love you. Yeah. But if you're out of balance, it's hard to respect and trust yeah, yeah, you, yeah, and it's hard yeah. to love you fully. And, Absolutely. And if you're not centered, I would say be centered. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the key to being centered is meditation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to ask you how to get there. Um, what are some of the routines or mantras you believe are essential for getting centered and balanced beyond meditation? Are there other routines that you do? Seeing life from a broader perspective, as mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. you know. This planet has been here from billions of billions. years. Crazy. And it will continue to be here, and your lifetime is not a speck in this whole whole universe. See your life in context with the, with the magnanimity of the, of the creation. Yeah. The magnificent creation, the billions of stars, where are you? You know, it just opens up your uh, your mind, your awareness. And what are you worried about? Some little things here and there, mm -hmm. you know? So a bigger context to life. Yeah. And commitment, commitment to values. Yeah. And compassion. Values and compassion, yeah. What happens when we have a value, but we don't live up to that value? We break the value once or multiple times. What happens to our self-esteem or our identity? Never mind. You know, a child crawls and when it tries to walk and it falls several times, but it doesn't stop walking. Mm -hmm. It should stop. It doesn't stop running. A kid runs, you know, and then yeah. it trembles. So you have trembled once, twice, thrice, never mind. Don't stop. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Get back to your values. Try to get back to it. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. This is a question I ask um, towards the end of my interviews called the three truths. So I'd like you to imagine a hypothetical scenario. It's you're, You live a very long life, but then it's your last day on earth, right? 
um, hypothetical, and you continue to uh, serve humanity in such a massive way and help people heal and be centered and meditation and breathing, all the things, you, you live that life. But for whatever reason, um, all of your message goes away. Your content, the courses, all the, all the videos, for whatever reason, it goes somewhere else and we don't have access to it anymore. But you get to leave behind three lessons that you would share with the world, three things you know to be true from everything you've learned and this is all we would have left from you. What would you say would be those three things, the three truths that you would leave behind? Smile. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it? If you smile, had, if you had, smile, smile. There you go, three truths. Why smile? What else you do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you came into this planet crying. <laughs> when you exit, you should smile. Mm. Yeah. And you should smile throughout your whole time here. Smile. There you go. That's some wisdom for you. Yeah. And if you have not smiled throughout your life, you will not even smile at the end. Mm. You'll only do what you have been doing all through. You'll be stressed, sad. Yeah. Mm. See, when you when you go into a movie, nice movie, you see the movie. When you come out of it, what you say? Oh, I enjoyed it. It was nice. That's good enough. Yeah. You don't have to carry all the story of the movie in your head. Usually, people don't. They see that, they enjoy it, and they come out. And that's it. Yeah. Same with the life. This is a movie. That uh, you are imperishable. I am imperishable. We are part of. We appear to be two, but we are part of one light. Yeah. yeah. Although there are so many waves, they all appear different, but they are part of one ocean. Mm -hmm. So the entire human race, or all living creatures, are nothing but one big part of one big life. Mm. Yeah. So the whole planet is one organism. Smile. Smile. <laughs> Guru Dev, you've got this uh, amazing program, the Sky Breath Meditation, um, that I want people to get access to. We'll link everything up on your website and your social media as well um, beneath this video and this podcast. Where is the best place we can support you to learn more about you? Is it on YouTube? Is it the website? Is it, you know, where can we support you the most? Yeah, website. Your YouTube channel is amazing, by the way. I love the short content you have there and, and really inspiring. So yeah. we'll have it all linked Instagram, up. Instagram, I'm on the Instagram. Yeah, of course. Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere. We'll have it all linked up, but I, I highly recommend everyone watching or listening, you go check out his YouTube, uh, the website as well, to check out the course Sky Breath Meditation, Art of Living Signature Program. Um, I want to acknowledge you for a moment, uh, Guru Dev, for your mission, for having a clear intention about your life from a younger age and using your gifts and your talents to be of service to the best way possible. You know, before all of social media, you were doing it one-to-one -one and in, in groups, uh, and now you're able to really impact more lives. So I really acknowledge you for constantly showing up with a smile on your face. Every video and photo is you smiling that I see. And uh, to bring that joy to, to your daily practice, I think is a beautiful gift. So I really acknowledge you for showing up the way you do 
and being of service to so many of us, giving us tools, strategies to get back to a centered place. So thank you for your, your service. Um, my final question is, what is your definition of greatness? Simplicity. Yeah. Simplicity is the greatest value. Mm. There you go. Being one with everyone is the greatest value. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and inspired you on your journey towards greatness. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of today's show with all the important links. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts as well. I really love hearing feedback from you guys. So share a review over on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one's told you lately, I want to remind you that you are loved, you are worthy, and you matter. And now it's time to go out there and do something great. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack.